okay, if you are a gardener, if you are someone who is into plants, this could lead you into your next career path. It could make you a little bit of an influencer, or at least very popular on social media. That is what our next guest has been experiencing. And she's here in studio to talk all about it. Jillian McPhee, AKA the leafy lady on social media is joining the show. Jillian, thanks so much for coming in and making the time. It's 6.36 in the morning. You got up to be here. Thank you for I that. I did. Well, and I'm, I live out by Fort Saskatchewan, so it was a bit of a drive and it was dark this morning when I got up. I was I like, oh, what? <laughs> it's weird. It's one of those things where you yeah. think, why Why did I do this to myself? I yeah. uh, I understand completely. Well, I'm glad to have you here and have you know a fresh face in the studio to talk about this because I'm going to be honest with you, Jillian, from, from my perspective, having this conversation about plants, I can keep a, a plant alive indoors, but once it moves outside, it's immediately dead and I don't feel like I have any idea what I'm doing with it. So maybe you can help me and maybe some of our listeners as well. Sure. Let's talk a little bit about your journey creating this Facebook page and creating this identity on social media as the leafy lady. What exactly, what is that? How would you describe it to someone who doesn't know? Um, it's, well, it started off as just uh, uh, information-based place where you could go read the blogs and find out about uh, houseplants, actually. Okay. Because that was such a huge trend that started a couple of years ago, especially during the COVID. And so we went from that to... You can only discuss ha houseplants for so often. And my background <laughs> is in gardening. I've been doing it for 25 years. So um, it was just sort of a natural thing to segue into gardening and outdoor plants. And then I was asked to come and speak on the Sunday Gardening Show. Um, and I know a whole lot about perennial plants and making a beautiful, beautiful garden, but I didn't know a whole lot about vegetables. And so that uh, spurred me on to go start traveling around Strathcona County and Edmonton and meeting other gardeners because I don't have all the answers. But if people are going to ask me the questions, I need to find those answers. <laughs> so I went out and met people. And so now it's kind of just traveling into that, more touring other spaces, learning from other gardeners, really exploring the community and meeting people. And I think, and I certainly wouldn't classify you as a beginner anymore, but I think people like learning from someone who's learning alongside them because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it's quite so intimidating. Do you, do you get that response? Uh, oh, absolutely. So, and that way you can have a conversation, right? Like as, as you're sitting in the garden, and I think actually gardening in general is about that because you know, you can't really be an expert on something that is continuously changing. Mm. The weather changes, the environment changes, soil changes. So wherever you are standing with whomever you're standing, you're going to converse about what their experience is. And then you're going to try and, you know, problem solve what's happening and celebrate your successes, try and figure out how to make more successes happen. Well, you've you've done that, certainly with the page. Obviously, yeah. this started as something you were doing as an individual, and now you have a partner and a YouTube series as well. So tell yep. us about Twyla. How did she come into the fold, and what's the YouTube series all about? Okay, so um, we had a Greenland Garden Center where I work. We had a YouTube series there that celebrated going to all of the garden tours. Um, and uh, the cameraman there has become very busy doing uh, other things and I didn't want to give that up because I enjoy meeting people so, so much. Um, and one of the very first gardens that we visited was Twyla and Greg's space and her and I just hit it off so well and she she is another person who just loves to suck up information and learn and meet people. So Twyla and Jillian, we uh, are venturing out through the community as well um, and meeting... Um, like we just went to the prairie uh, peonies farm down. Oh no, I'm mixing up prairie peonies. 
Anyways, we were in a peony farm down in Calgary, and we're just touring around together and and learning and growing. So, yeah. So for people that are sort of learning and growing right now at this, uh, you know, at this time of year, is there anything that someone can can plant or they can sort of dip their toe in? Maybe they can experiment with. What would you suggest if someone wants to get into this hobby? They find a little bit of time for themselves. They can carve out to get into it right now. Okay, so in the fall, you can still plant some of the uh, perennials. And actually, it's a very good time to go shopping at the garden centers because a lot of things aren't looking their best. So you're going to get a really good deal. So... Um, you know, go take a look at some of the trees and shrubs and some of the perennials uh, and talk to some of the experts or experienced gardeners there just to um, see where you can put them in the garden. Water them in really well and then you'll be surprised at how shabby that plant looked this fall and how great it's going to look in the spring. Uh, also, if you want to, you know, start with some fall bulbs, will be coming here in September, so it's a really good time to start experimenting with bulbs that's not a big expense and it adds a lot of color in the spring to look forward to so those will all start being uh, more readily available in September as well. Are there some most common questions that you get asked or common themes is it that people are afraid of something dying or not working when they plant it what are some things that people are afraid of that they come to you about well i would say in the fall it's the you know it's always like can i transplant things in the fall can i divide this clump and do it in the fall and you know what as long as the the plant is they're starting to get a little bit tired as long as you have a really good root ball and you dig a nice big hole like two or three times the size of the root that you're planting make sure your eyes I'm kind of old school, so I throw the bone meal in the bottom. There's theories that the bone meal in the bottom and blah, 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 blah. It's always changing. <laughs> yeah, I'm filling in, water it in really, really well, and it'll come back for you in the spring. So it's usually about dividing and transplanting because at the end of the season, we're still itching to garden and we're still itching to see what's going to happen in the spring, right? Like you're always forward thinking. So um, there's a lot of that. Uh, pruning becomes a thing and it's not recommended to prune in the fall if you can just hold off until spring. Um, there are certain trees and things that you want to make sure that the sap isn't going to run. and uh, it's, You're just going to learn all of these kinds of things. And a lot of it is fall bulbs. Hmm. Right now it'll be about fall bulbs. You know, even in what you're describing right now, the idea of maybe using bone meal or not, it sounds like there's not necessarily one way to do anything. So it exactly. keeps it fun and yep. exciting. I'm curious, Jillian, what continues to drive your passion to talk about gardening, to continue to experiment, to try new things? I would say it's the community. Like, I really love connecting with people. And I do think that gardening is all about potential. Um, and gardeners are happy people, I, and they never, ever stop. <laughs> like, they're just like, <laughs> you get hit, like Twyla's garden over in McGrath. She got hit with that hail, and she's like, okay, we're going to go, and we're going to clean that up. There's just this element of being in a place where you're trying to control a situation, trying to create art almost, right? Um, and and you can't really do it. So you have to have a kind of a positive outlook, always looking forward and for me, it's just, it's not even becoming like an expert or a know-it-all. It's about really connecting with the community. There's a really great group of people out here and they all celebrate different things. And it's even expanding beyond like gardening for me. It's all about the local growers and small businesses. I was just at bar um, estate wineries. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it was like some of the very best wine I've 
ever had. It was so good. It's interesting the trends that kind of emerge. You know, you talk about a few years ago with indoor plants being something that so many people kind of, you know, did a, a bit of a dive into. And I feel like, you know, now it's about creating things for ourselves, whether it's vegetables or wine or making those products for yourself. Yeah. I think there's a there's a, a great pride of ownership when it comes yeah. to something that you've created yourself. Yeah, well, and they say that, right? Like there's this whole thing between... Um, your mind and your hands. And when you're using your hands to create something, it just makes you feel that much better. And there's something also about celebrating and enjoying things that other people have created, mm -hmm. right? So it's just, I don't know, it's growing in a really interesting sort of way and I'm really happy to be a part of it. What you describe, kind of how you began, Jillian, I relate mm -hmm. to, you know, the idea of having indoor plants and then wanting to get it to vegetables. I feel like I say this to myself year after yeah. year that that's the person I'm going to become and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> so you're several years ahead of me. But yeah. what would you say is the easiest thing if you're someone who can master the indoors, but yeah. outdoors is still something that's kind of a moving target for you? Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I was like, so I actually had just finished doing a post because I was like, the reason I visit everybody else's veggie patch and greenhouses is because this is the way my garden looks. So <laughs> I was like, potatoes, carrots, and beets. Okay, so, perfect. Yeah. Potatoes yeah. are a diverse food, so yes. I can I can definitely dive into this. Yeah. Jillian, where should people go if they want to follow you? Or they want to learn more. Where do you where do you direct them to? So you can go to the the Leafy Lady Yeg. So you'll find me there, and then also Twyla and Jillian is another Instagram page, and from there it links into our YouTube. Okay, amazing. Jillian, thank you so much for making the time and for coming into the studio today. Oh. I can't wait to follow along on your journey and take some tips away. Thank you so much. You're so welcome.